When I sat on it, I couldn't help but notice that there was an unflattering surplus. Um, but anyway, what you had to do was lean forward and grab this bar and then pull it towards you in a rowing motion. And the whole thing was computerised. There was a screen in front of you so you could see how many knots or fathoms or whatever it was you would have travelled if the thing hadn't been bolted to the floor. So anyway, I'd only been doing it for a little while, but I wasn't used to it, and I found it very, very strenuous. And I got this terrific, agonising stitch all across my tummy, and I was so hot, you know, I had this old pink tracksuit on, because I didn't think it would matter what you wore. I thought, well, I'm only going to sweat in it, you know, what's it going to matter? But I was very wrong in that, because everybody else had spent £10,000 on it. On the crop top and the cycling shorts and the thong and the headband and the wristband and all that. Anyway, so I sat on this rowing machine and I was so hot and I had a terrible stitch, but I didn't want the people to come up with the oxygen, you know, if they thought there was something wrong with me. And so I pretended to be admiring the view. And I looked around the gym and I thought it was a rectangular room, you see. But unbeknown to me, it was a square room and all of the right-hand wall was comprised of a mirror, a big mirror comprised with potted palms. And I was looking down what I thought was the length of the room and I thought to myself... Well, I don't know. Who's that fat old bird with a red... <laughs> and, and with a shock of horror, I realised it was me. And I couldn't believe what a ghastly sight I was with my hair hanging in stringy ropes. And I was so dejected, I went and got my stuff, my little bag, and I went home. And I couldn't get my money back, you know, I'd bought a whole year's membership and I knew I was never going to go there again and I felt really, really dejected. And so I came home. But after a while I felt a rising spirit of defiance, <laughs> of rebellion. And so in that spirit I wrote this. Will I have to be sexy at 60? Eh? Well, I have to keep trying so hard. Well, I'm just going to slump with me dowager's ump and watch myself turn into lard. <laughs> I'm not going to keep exercising and I'm not going to take HRT. And if a toy boy inquires, I'll say, Ha! Hard luck, squire. Where were you in 73? <laughs> I'm not going to shave me moustaches. I'm just going to let them all sprout. Me chins will be double, all covered in stubble. I'm going to become an old trout. My beauty all gone and forgotten, vanished with never a quibble. I'll sit here and just kind of gnaw a crust and squint at the telly and dribble. <laughs> Farewell to the fad and the fashion. Farewell to the young and the free. While my passion's expired at bedtime. I'm tired. <laughs> Sexy and 60, not me. Over here, by this sand dune, all right? Look. That girl over there's got her top off. She's not showing much, mind. Two poached eggs. 
They've all got the tops off. So they have. Well, that's it. I'm not staying here. Why not? Well, nobody's got any clothes on. It's a nudist beach. Come on, let's go back to the pool. I'm going nowhere. It's too hot to walk back. Just take your top off and we'll look like everybody else. I'm not going topless. Why not? Well, people will look at me and laugh. No, they won't. Look at that woman over there. Yes, well, she's at least 32 stone and everything's dropped. Exactly. Well, are you saying I look like her without me top on? I'm just saying there's all sorts here. Well, I suppose that's true. So are you going to do it or not? Well, don't rush me. I'll just slip the straps down casually. That's the way. There. I've done it. Good girl. Oh, no, Gordon, quick. Give me back my top. No fear. It makes a very nice eye shade. That big... (laughs) That big blonde bloke's looking at me. No, he probably thinks you're selling beach balls. (laughs) It's quite nice, actually, feeling the sun on, on your bits... No, don't look. Lean back a bit. I told you not to look. Why do you want me to lean back? It just smooths out the folds a bit. (laughs) What folds? Well, it's just a slight pleating, that's all. (laughs) Nothing that a bit of leaning won't cure. Better? Ah, well, now that's created another difficulty. (laughs) They seem to have disappeared. Down the side. Well, what if I clench my upper arms and sort of trap them? (laughs) That makes quite a nice cleavage effect, don't you think? Maybe it's best if you just stand up. Well, I can't stand up and sunbathe. Try it. Did you know your knees have got a slight overhang? Well, thank you very much, Gordon. You go and get me two ice cream cones. What flavour? No, I don't want the ice cream, just the cones. (laughs) Why? To put on my chest, and then from a distance I'll look pert. And close up, you'll look like a wally. Well, that's not the way to the ice cream van. No, I'm going to the car park. I think you'll need traffic cones. I bought myself a wonder bra, you know. Well, I bought this black dress, and uh, it was a nice black dress with short sleeves, a sort of cocktail length, a nice versatile dress, but it had quite a deep V-neck. And I found when I got it home that I didn't have the right underwear to go underneath it. Specifically, I didn't have the right bra. All the bras that I had thrust themselves tart-like into the neckline and looked terrible. And so I thought, well, I'll have to go out and buy one of those plunge jobs, you know. (laughs) So I went to the lingerie department, and I bought myself a wonder bra, and I had never had one before and when I got it home and examined it I was intrigued really because there was so little to it you know when you held it up and looked at it there were just two little crescents of foam little bits of lace a little bow with a little seed pearl and that but overall it was a very flimsy little confection of a lacy wisp of a thing you know it wasn't a great big industrial job (laughs) And yet, despite its innocent appearance, it did exert the most extraordinary forces on the body, both in from the sides, like that, up from the south, like that, (laughs) 
And when I put it on, I was really impressed because it was nice. You know, it was black, so it was racy looking for me. And it was a good fit and it was exquisitely comfortable. As long as I stood up ramrod straight like this. <laughs> and when walking, made no attempt to look at my feet. <laughs> When you try to do anything like you really have to do in life, like bend down and feed the cat, <laughs> I did find really that it got very difficult and I found the best way to do it was to stick one leg out the back <laughs> and sort of sink down on both knees at once. Because if you tried to lean forward from the vertical, I did find that after you got past a certain point... <laughs> All the goods fell off the shelf. <laughs> it all um, erupted. And I did want to keep it. You know, I really liked it. I thought it was smashing and very sort of provocative in its appearance. But after a while, I realised I wasn't going to wear it because it all felt so artificially scraped up in the front. And so, reluctantly... I took it back and exchanged it for an industrial job. <laughs> but not before it had given me the idea for this little ode, which I'd like to do for you now. I bought myself a Wonder Bra for 14 It looked so good on the model girl's chest, and I hoped it would on mine. I took it from the packaging, and when I tried it on, the Wonder Bra restored to me all I believed had gone. Oh, it gave me such a figure. I can't believe it's mine. I showed it to me husband and it made his eyeball shine. <laughs> and when I served the breakfast, the kids cried out,